All right, everybody, here we are with episode two of the podcast. Two students by students for students. And I got two students right here with me. Say hello. Hello. What's up? All right, this is Christopher and Macy. Uh, I'm sure everyone listening now has already listened to our first episode and cannot wait for the third, but this is number two. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, something that is the, um, it's on the mind of, I would think, every teenager at some point, especially when you, as you make your way through middle school, and that is sticking out. Nobody wants to stick out, especially in a bad way. Um, and so as you get older, there's this um, balance of you want to you wanna project individuality and you want to project this is who I am as a unique person, but I don't want to stick out. I don't want like to, because then, especially in middle school, as you guys remember, you become a target because the person who sticks out is the easiest, biggest target, right or wrong. So, um, but in line with that, as a follower of Christ, as many teenagers today are, what does it mean to stick out? How do you navigate that whole reality of the fact that probably at some point, if you're living boldly, you're going to stick out because you follow Christ. So don't overthink it too much, but what are some of your first thoughts on that whole topic? You want to say? Oh, sure. Um, Usually sticking out for me is like... um, when you when you act differently than everybody else like for me sticking out is like a good thing because i don't want to be like everyone else because when i see everyone else being negative i don't really want to be that as well Mm -hmm. so that's what i see as sticking out just acting differently in a good way than everyone else but you can also stick out in a bad way by like acting worse or like doing the wrong thing true stuff like that true yeah chris what do you think first thoughts on that topic the difficult thing about sticking out um in a good way we'll say for example being a christ follower in a non in a non-christian environment the difficult thing about sticking out in a good way is that you do end up being kind of targeted and singled out you know um like for example at high school like I reached an age in high school like most, like a lot of kids in my school, you know, drink, do drugs and all that. And by choosing not to do that, I kind of single myself out in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, which I think is obviously good in the long term. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it would be impossible to claim I'm a follower of Jesus if I just did what everyone else is doing, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of you kind of feel alienated from everyone else. People. Mm-hmm. Uh, people kind of talk down to you almost, or they, they, they certainly judge you for not taking part. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think the unfortunate reality is there's a lot of people who give in to that pressure and get so tired of the alienation that they just give up standing out and, and decide to blend in and do, do what the crowd is doing. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's a path of least resistance when it comes to the social current. You just It's easiest just to jump in and get kind of floating along and, and pulled into taken it. away. All you got to do is just look around and see what everybody else is doing and do the same thing. Exactly. There's nothing easier than that. So um, having a faith and being being convicted about your faith and 
and knowing that you're loved and, and knowing that you've been given a mandate to love other people and live by a certain standard, that's all a recipe for being a big target, especially in our culture today, uh, for sure. So um, one example, Macy, if I could share, um, one example that I remember, you went to a party <laughs> with a bunch of people and they were going to play a game and you, before they even really got started, you like interrupted with something like, is this going to be inappropriate or is this going to be P, like G-rated or something like this? I don't remember like this. this. I was thinking about a different scenario. Oh, really? Oh, all right. Well, you can share the other one. What were you thinking um, So basically I was at this party and it was like a sleepover or something. I think it was very early middle school, I think. And I was like the oldest one uh-huh. so i was i kind of had the standard of like being like old older than the rest of them yeah. and they knew that yeah but like in a way i acted like much more immature than the rest of them but you know what? it's fine i was full of energy it's it's okay um so they're basic we were just chilling at this table and we were like doing some craft thing and then like they started talking about like about these people at their school who like acted weird and stuff and like were different and were like annoying or whatever. So I was like, um, guys, could we just like not talk about this right now? Like, I'm trying to enjoy my crafts, so can we like not like <laughs> gossip about others right now? Um, and they were like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, it got it got awkward for a second, but we moved on, so it was fine. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. That, I was thinking of a different a different party that that you were at. I forget what it was. It was a it was some kind of game. You remember? I think it was maybe your freshman year. It was some kind of game that was going to be played, and they where you had to like give clues. I don't I have no idea what the game was, but you were like wanted to like set the record before the game started that. These were not going to be, oh, like, yeah, inappropriate yeah. clues, you know, that <laughs> it was recall. going to be awkward. Anyway, I remember you telling <laughs> us, telling me that story. But, uh, so, anyway, so when you when you have that sensation that you are sticking out, what kind of comfort is there? And then is there any kind of, like, I don't know, I don't want to use the word, like, pride, but is there any type of comfort or or pride that comes along with the fact that you're not going along with the crowd. You're not doing like what everyone else is doing. Well, to answer your first question, I think it comes down to is standing apart worth it? Mm-hmm. Because if it's not worth it, then it's just it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, which for me, then that justification has to come from Scripture. Mm-hmm. It, it has to come from, for example, and I can't remember the exact Scripture, but the Scripture that says when Jesus tells his followers, they will be alienated from the world. They will mm-hmm. be treated differently. They will be hunted. They will be hated for their desire to follow Jesus. But yeah. take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. Yeah, I think scripture like that justifies that, hey, yeah, in the short term, you're going to be alienated. You're going to be looked at weird. You might be talked about because you don't do what everyone else is doing. But in the long term, you have this hope where you know that at the end of the day, when the trumpet blows, you will have made the right choice. Yeah. You know? And, yep. Um, and, and what was your second question? I um, the second is, question. There, is there a sense of, 
it's hard to use the word pride because we're not supposed to be prideful, but yeah. is there a sense of uh, gratification or satisfaction or anything along those lines when it comes to knowing that you are doing what's right and you're doing like you're doing the thing that God is calling you to do, even though it's difficult, even though you might feel lonely. Is there any sense of comfort that comes from knowing that you're you're kind of doing what you know should be done? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, a bit of quite a lot of it actually in, in some ways, and I, not in the sense that I'm prideful because we're not supposed to be, but. I think, for example, going back to the drinking example, I think even us and, and refusing it, refusing it in order to properly follow Jesus is the most important thing. But even mm-hmm. beyond that, there's just so there there's so many benefits you get from refusing to take part in that. Yeah, it's like I I know I'm better off for it. Yeah, you know, and so it's yeah, the alienation is difficult, but on the other hand, it's. I'm 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 not worried about it because I know that I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's kind of a, even though it's difficult, there is this kind of there is this kind of joy you get from knowing, deep down that hey, I'm I am making the right call here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not convenient, but I know that it is the right thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The the verse you were talking about is John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me. You may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. That's the one. Yeah. And then, of course, Jesus talking to his followers, pretty much putting the guarantee, the stamp of guarantee, that trouble is inevitable when you follow him. He also said in in another verse, he said, people will hate you because of me. Yeah. Because of my name. So, um, yeah, it's kind of silly for us to think that we're going to get through this life of following Christ like totally unscathed and without some bumps and bruises from the world that we're called to love but doesn't really love us doesn't really get it fully doesn't I mean doesn't want to go in the same direction that kind of Mm -hmm. thing so um so anyway reading that verse actually like I think about this often but like I'm so glad that the most harrowing thing I have to face as a Jesus follower in the modern world is like social alienation Mm mm-hmm you know, like if if you think about what Jesus was saying to his followers at that time, first century, yeah, they were getting they were getting tortured. They were getting you know they were getting tortured for their faith. They were getting killed on the regular for their faith. Right. I'm like, I don't envy them for a moment. Yeah. I'm glad that the worst thing in sometimes the worst thing I have to face is social alienation. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm gonna get thrown in a pit of bears. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to get put on a wooden tee for a few hours until yeah. I die. Right, right. You know? Yeah. This isn't uh, this isn't like a, a plug or anything, but there's a great uh, website. If you, if you Google Voice of the Martyrs, you can read story after story after story. That is sad in one way because re- you're reading about people who are literally losing their lives because yeah. of their faith in Christ. But in another way, it's very uh, emboldening because you realize that there are literally millions of people who view this whole Jesus following life as worth dying for. Yeah. And someone said um, that you you um, you don't really live until you have something to die for. So I think Absolutely. that that principle is so very true. And, and I also think that every human is looking for something to live for uh, and of looking for something to die for too. So 
Yeah, that's powerful stuff. That word alienation, Chris, you, you've used a couple of times um, yeah. that, that I've noticed. So to you, what does that what does that mean? And yeah, Macy as well. What does it mean for you to be an alien in the day-to-day life? So I think in, in I don't want to say this. I think I want to say in, in social dynamics, right, as humans, we, we like to be in groups. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to find common ground. We, mm-hmm. You know, we like to buddy up. And I think to me, alienation is when you, you have a person who, in relation to that particular group, just in some whatever way, for whatever reason, does not fit the bill. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it, it can be any number of things. For our example, of course, it's following Jesus versus not. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that person just doesn't fit the parameters that that group says you need to fit in order to be part of our group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Macy, what do you, when you hear the word alien or alienation, what do you think of? Um, for me, I think of like when my friends are talking and then they're like, no, 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 we can't talk about that um, in front of Macy because she's mm-hmm. a good Christian girl and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Does that. Has that happened to you? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like when I was on the lacrosse team, um, they would call me um, P. Diddy for pastor's daughter <laughs> I, was, I, didn't, I was, didn't know that uh, well surprised that's so funny <laughs> it's a hard time in my life i'm sorry <laughs> sorry to endure that i'm scarred yeah um and then like if somebody is like i don't know just that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah it's constant i'm yeah. not I don't know, and I don't know how the two of you feel about it. I don't, I don't particularly, really enjoy that when people feel like, I mean, I totally understand it, and I can respect it, but I don't, I don't feel, I, I don't feel totally at ease when someone feels like they, they have to like modify their behavior because they're around me. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they recognize that there's a difference there, and they're trying not to offend me. So I'm totally cool with that. Like I appreciate their thoughtfulness, but at the same time, I want people. I don't want people to like tiptoe around me. Yeah. Like I'm like as I interact with people, like I'm always I always hate when I meet somebody new. The question that comes up that says, "What do you do?" Because that's a very adult like you know when you're meeting somebody, hey, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, when I say the word pastor, I always get these weird reactions yeah, and like, responses and now I gotta hide. and stuff. Now yeah. I gotta now I gotta be now I can't curse. Yeah. I can't yeah. order that beer I was gonna have. You know things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, that's kind of like the the sense of alienation like I'm sticking out here um, yeah I've reached a really weird point with the kids at my school there where people like like people understand that I'm not going to take part in the things they do right like for mm-hmm. example the quote unquote popular crowd at my school right yeah. you, you, the typical popular crowd a lot of drinking a lot of drugs and all that and they know and they know that I don't partake in it but they yeah. don't tiptoe around me in words mm-hmm like they don't like they don't like they don't drink around me or anything like mm-hmm. that. They know that I'm gonna reject every invitation they give me mm-hmm. to do that. But they don't. But they don't tiptoe around me in words, which yeah. I really appreciate. Cause yeah. I think when I think a lot of times when people interact with Christians, they feel this for whatever reason this need to to whitewash their mm-hmm. life or, or hide mm-hmm. whatever they're going through. And so you know, and that may be something that may be something like drinking or something or maybe something like you know 
a tr- family tragedy or something. So yeah. I, I think it's really important for us as Christians is we have to do our best to reach a point where people won't feel like they have to tiptoe around us, yeah. even if they don't agree with us mm-hmm. on on following Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to just be the kind of people. And I think it goes back to, um, um, I'm forgetting the scripture again, um, but the, the scripture where it said that Jesus' followers will be known by the way they love each other and the way they love. That will be the, the signal for people to say that that is a Jesus follower right there. I think for whatever reason, Christendom, maybe just in America, maybe in the world in general, has kind of gotten away from that. We've kind of reached a point where non-Christians feel this kind of need to, to you know, keep their keep their back straight around us, you yeah. know, act better than they than maybe they really are. Yeah. I think we need to get back to a point where people can feel okay with being honest with us, mm-hmm. even knowing that we may not agree with what they're with what mm-hmm. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So maybe, uh, maybe next time we'll, we talk about the the the, the difference between um, agreeing and approving, because um, I, I think a lot of people think that those two things should be the same thing. So yeah. that's a powder keg, explosive conversation for sure for a lot of people. But we'll say that for next time. All right. Well, let's cut it off here. Good chat, everybody. Um, and uh, hey, if you want to submit a question or a topic idea, use our Instagram. Uh, just search at Southsiders and send us a direct message through there and uh, listen to the podcast next time and you very well may hear your question or comment or argument or whatever. But thanks for joining us and I'll catch you next time. Till next time. Bye.